0: You're listening to an Indy production.
1: I'm not good music. X R A D D S A. Just the good stuff, baby.
0: I hit. Civilization and Breath of the Wild yesterday and that felt great. And now I want to get back to it of just like seeing other people and talking to them and riding a horse. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you got <laughs> Epona. After five hours of riding through fields and uh forgetting how to do things, I finally hit a place where it's like, alright, now here's what you need to do. And then the map like opens up and you're like, oh shit. There you go. Uh, nice. Yep. so you have overcome data. the learning curve. Yeah. Craving to get back to it at some point this week. So I don't forget
1: the controls again, because nice.
0: I, I, I you can myself. redo
1: those uh, temples, the shrines, because some of them like teach, there's a really famous clip of a, a, a woman on Twitch who at the end of the game goes back to the plateau and finds the shrine that teaches you how to side hop and dodge. Yeah. yeah. And she was like, wait a minute. What? <laughs> she, <laughs> she played the entire game because you don't have to do it. You can skip it. Yeah. You play the entire game without knowing you can dodge and side hop and do like bullet time stuff. <laughs> I
0: just got through that one. It's great don't know if
2: i'm getting the parrying right but you know it's sick you you reach a part where parrying becomes necessary and you learn pretty quick of how to parry things okay. and reflect things with your shield yeah no uh brand, i saw a brand tweet about how they're going to replay ledge uh breath of the wild for the upteenth time because it's very it's got it's very fall vibes it's very autumn oh, yeah. yeah it so, felt nice
0: like playing with it like the door open and i had a couple hours to spare and i was like yeah let me let me figure more of this game out and i did and I, I feel
1: a like the, the, the Warm Springs Village? oh yeah, man. That mm-hmm. is just... That is just... Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, listeners. It's, 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 it's all sound. good. Here comes the kisses.
0: <laughs> Radish, here come the kisses.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right, change the bio, the Twitter bio. What was the old <laughs> Twitter bio?
1: It's running bros and sucking toes right now. I don't yeah. know who
2: did that or that what was the- that was me, and that was when we were talking about the what happens if humans could run 60 miles per hour, like what a human would look like.
1: Yeah, so. running bros makes sense. Why did you add the sucking toes part? Popeye's we feet chicken. About, yeah, I think we we're talking about feet.
2: Whatever. We're but no now problem. the new bio is here comes the kisses. <laughs> here come the kisses. Oh, what's your podcast like? Oh, you know, like, we just make kissy sounds. <laughs> it's, it's, it's an ASMR podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hate that. Hate yeah. that. Um, All right, everybody. Welcome to Radish. Here come the kisses.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Detroit Rock City.
2: (laughs) Uh, I'm Tyler Elefunk Mank.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm Sean and... Uh, I'm Will, and I am almost done with this uh, German beer advent calendar that I got last December. And I have been making my way through, uh, not in calendar order, just top to bottom. Um, mm. And it's fun because I don't speak German, so every beer I have no idea what's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> this is a Doppelbrock Dunkel, and it tastes a little bit like soy sauce.
2: <laughs> oh, yum. That sounds interesting. one was a
1: Latin burger, and it was pretty good. I can't tell you what the difference was.
2: <laughs> Lund burger. Um, are you like opening? Are you drinking them hot or do you open it, be like, oh, this is my beer, and then put it in the fridge and wait? No, I've seen th- that advent calendar. It's humongous.
1: Yeah, it's a Costco and they're tall boys too. Like they're, yeah. they're, and they're all seven and a half percent. Like it's a, it's a hefty investment. <laughs> Oof. Um, Dense beer. It's a dense one, but I, I take out like five at a time and just put them in the fridge. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, um, fair okay, enough. That's okay. good. That's it's not right. advent anymore. I'm yeah, figuring it's I'm not probably this, have a clear.
2: It's about in the be. spirit of the holidays. Yeah. Well, when
1: I bought the advent calendar, or it was a gift. Uh, I was living at home, and I was like, I can't be living at home drinking a warm beer every day. <laughs> this is—I'll just work my way through it on my own pace, and that's mm-hmm. what—that's what Advent's all about.
2: Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, it's, that's how the—that's how the uh, the shepherds did it.
0: That's how. Yeah. Yep, that's how the the old German shepherds did. This beer <laughs> it's, uh, tastes like the pet
1: store smells. <laughs>
0: Speaking of seasons, uh, this is the last episode before the spooky season starts up, so I, I hope I don't encounter an unfortunate accident be- before the end of this episode
2: that may kill Oh me. yeah, you gotta die. <laughs> That's, right.
1: That's right. What if Sean die. didn't die this year? What if that was the twist? Boo oh. booberry didn't come about? No, you just stay alive, but Then, like maybe like Thanksgiving you die. <laughs> <laughs> what if I died this year? Boo Mink came out. <laughs> no, Funk. a Funk. The Booma <laughs> <laughs> <Booma-funk>. Mink.
0: <Z-Booma-mink.
1: laughs> Yeah, Tyler's isn't Halloween themed. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> okay, so uh,
2: booming. Uh oh, I forgot to introduce uh, the episode. Uh this doing? episode, shoot, what are we doing? What episode? Are we 215, 216, 2 whatever uh, the fuck? Uh, I don't think it's
1: I think it's 216 I think the last four or five pages in the doc have all said 215. We've been milking the 215 pretty hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: I think it's 216. I think we're 216. Episode 216. Uh we got screen. a lot of Makes Yep, makes Will scream. We got a uh, a lot of mascot-related news today. We got some ad reads for Sean. Uh, oh we, we actually have some sponsors this episode. Uh, it, from the sound of it, Sean hasn't read these ad reads yet, so you're going to have to bear with them. He's going to be reading these all for the first time today. <laughs> no. <laughs> um and then we got some good stuff uh, talking a lot about a lot of Netflix properties uh, and Disney Plus properties. Then the rest of the episode is is music for the show and we tell. We're entering a new folk into the Radish Hall of Fame. It's been a minute. Uh, Been a minute. I think the last person we added was um, the Noid from Domino's, and uh, this guy will fit in pretty well with him. And then for fourth meal, we're going to talk about music, what we think it's going to look like 200 years from now and then 2,000 years from now. Uh, We already all introduced ourselves. We made the kissing noises. So why don't we go ahead and hop into some good news? Uh, Let's start start with uh, all of these uh, uh, mascot news we have. Sean, you, you brought the first one. Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: there's a I guess a town in Spain that has a, a public bus service, as I imagine many Spanish towns do. Uh, but they introduced its new mascot, whose name is Bussy. It's great. <laughs> it really shows it's you Bussy. that there's there's not a a, a a gay person or someone involved with that community on the staff at all, which we love it's to a young see. Young
2: person, exactly.
1: It's anyone under the age of thirty. I know True. this isn't the the point of the story but bussy looks like a walking nightmare
0: <laughs> yeah bussy looks <laughs> he horrific it's not only like not only does he have the name uh but it has the look of like if uh uh what's the, the what's his fuck uh boo nightmare what's the the villain from night oh, oh oh oh
2: oh oh oogie boogie uh, oogie boogie. Yep. uh
0: it looks like oogie boogie boo nightmare was run over <laughs> by a like olympic bus in tokyo
1: and it mm. just looks like it a, looks like a, like a you know the rabbits from like Rabbids? Yeah. Yeah. It looks like a rabbit who's like mom Rabbids did math.
2: Rabbits. <laughs> it <laughs> it looks,
0: looks like a like if, rabbit yeah. didn't
1: get enough oxygen. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking.
0: It looks like <laughs> if Wally bussy. could dream and also
1: have nightmares. It looks like
0: that. <laughs> Not Wally, it,
2: uh, Baymax. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Wally also could dream. Does Wally <laughs> dream of electric busy?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> My favorite Philip K. Dick novel. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I like Bussy. He seems funny. I don't mean, moves. Yeah. Imagine Bussy running at you full speed. His <laughs> <laughs> head is way too small. It's like a penguins of Madagascar head, and it has tiny beady eyes. Getting, and getting hit by by was a beak. Why is that Bussy green? <laughs> <laughs> Bussy had me like <laughs> <just> <laughs> screaming boom, for your laka life. Was oh, that Sea Bat song?
2: yeah
0: Yeah, all uh all good luck and adoration towards (laughs)
2: bussy
1: this episode's gonna have the most
2: clips (laughs) it's a good thing we're not doing this on twitch yeah uh and another piece of uh of mascot news the baltimore ravens mascot poe Suffered a season ending injury Uh, on fields. I guess during halftime, a whole bunch of mascots were doing like a thing with like a bunch of like local school children. And one of the boys took Poe out and (laughs) broke his leg like it was so bad. that Poe had to be carted off the field and the coach had to come out after the game and said he put Poe on injured reserve. So they're looking for new for new mascots. So sorry, Poe. Sorry for your leg. Is this real or is it a marketing thing because they're slowly
0: losing the rights to Edgar Allan Poe's, like, IP?
1: Mm. How (laughs) do you lose the rights to something that's over 100 years old? (laughs) That's true.
0: It still baffles me that a National Football League team named itself after a poem. um, (laughs) poem. It was a raven! (laughs) Which goes against everything that, you know, football uh, traditionally stands for. They're Um, trying to change things. I guess so. Uh, but I wonder if this, like, they're going to... Because it's only, what, the second game of the season, right? Third this week. Third yeah. this week. Okay. But this this
2: happened on the second week.
0: Okay. Um, but, like, they've, they've got to have a plan for this. Because
1: I... I have an
0: idea. Yeah. What?
1: Isn't Baltimore where the wire happens? Mm-hmm. Omar. <laughs> they get Omar as the... <laughs> Next week, Omar coming. A very similar but like very scary bird with a shotgun comes walking down the stands, and the fans are just running to get out of the way.
2: That'd be less terrifying than some of the players for Baltimore. <laughs> they, they've been known to have some murderers on their team. They. Did, they, they did a what guy. a way
0: to mem- memorialize Michael K. Williams.
1: Uh, that- po- Pomar. <laughs> <laughs> Pomar. <laughs> Pomar coming. <laughs> 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 Just punish Poe. Uh,
2: <laughs> well, he, the, th- the thing is with mascots that's similar to racehorses, Poe's never going to fully come back like the same after this, so they're going to have to put Poe down.
1: <laughs> He's going to be a high school mascot from now on. He gets sent back to the minors. <laughs> <laughs> is he coming back? Nevermore. Well, I, it I guess it was Edgar Allen Poe from Baltimore. Yeah. Okay, because really? I've seen his dorm room. It's at UVA. Oh. It's on the quad there. Shit, um, I'm over here thinking Edgar Allan Poe's from, like, London or
2: something. No, <laughs> No. Same, seems like Edgar. Where all poems come from? <laughs> 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 poetry comes from
0: London. <laughs> did you know we got the word poems from Edgar Allan Poe? He invented them.
2: I don't believe you. That's yeah, so why we call it A through L.
0: Tyler. I don't believe you. Tyler, that's why it's called Poetry. <laughs> Think about it. This sounds like you're fucking with me. I'm not.
1: Don't look it up, Will. <laughs> <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe was really close to looking like Hitler. <laughs> yeah, he had a his mustache was just a little bit wider. <laughs> he had a hell of a life
2: and a hell of a death. And now, now I'm imagining Edgar Allan Poe being the first person to ever rhyme something and going, "Oh!" And <laughs> that's how everything became born. Like somebody wrote songs like, and
0: you know <laughs> soliloquies, whatever. Edgar Allan Poe came along and was like, they're called poems now. Poe's from Boston. I think uh. he lived and died in Baltimore.
1: Yeah, but most people die in Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you
2: cross the wrong football player for the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> By this logic, they should call him the, the, the Animal
0: Collective. That's what they're going to do. They're going to bring out four new mascots next week. Survivor
2: it, style. They're going to whittle it down.
0: Is Animal Collective from Baltimore? They are indeed. And I believe okay. so is Talking Heads.
2: Damn. Weird. both were from London. <laughs> they rhyme. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. Tyler, no beating from London.
2: It, no, Anything Anything famously, no me.
0: art comes out of England. You're fucking with me. I mean it. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. I mean the
1: Beatles are from Liverpool. Liverpool well, not London, Rolling though.
0: Stones or mm-hmm. you know, uh uh Black Sabbath's from Birmingham, everything outside of London, great. Black Sabbath's Inside from, London, from Alabama? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Inside and- London, not a not a single bit of art goes out. Mm-hmm. I believe that. Yeah. Uh, just don't listen to the song "London Bridges." Uh, it's the it's the one album.
1: Because okay. I, I, uh, Animal Collective live album is at the nine thirty or the is it nine thirty? Yeah, it's the the one in DC. Yeah, so I figured there that's, that's pretty cool. Um, so I saw Edgar Allan Poe's dorm room at UVA, and I just the whole time I was thinking like, man, it'd be really cool if there was like a Dark Side of the Moon poster in there. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> got that poster of the Pink Floyd ladies on the side of the pool with, yeah. the, oh, yeah. their, back. Yeah. with,
2: with their asses out.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: You know, it's not all that, like, a, f- a far-fetched thought to think that, like, some guy had a, a picture of a prism with four, you know, the rainbow going in and one light going out. Or they f- just prism. discovered it. Yeah. <laughs> Pink Floyd just discovered it in the studio. <laughs> but it makes sense that it's like, oh, yeah, I, I think this is a cool picture.
1: Mm.
0: Now, the Scarface poster, we
1: can't figure out. Yeah. <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe wrote Scarface. (laughs) Scarface the poem, not the movie. The poem it's based on. Exactly.
0: He wrote poems. This is one of those things that if I ever have a child, I'm going to – like just a little small foundational lie that you tell them that they get corrected in school. But you make sure that they're confident enough to thinking that it's the truth that they try to correct the teacher and it just baffles everyone in the classroom.
1: I'm going to take my kid on their first day of school and pull them aside and go have a great first day at school. Just so you know, you're the only real person. <laughs> <laughs> Send them on the bus and let them deal with that.
0: You're the only one experiencing conscious thought. Goodbye.
1: Everyone else's means to an end. Have a great first day at kindergarten. <laughs> But be like a totally cool dad besides that. <laughs> just be like, I mean, my dad Brace has been wrong before. <laughs> Taught me how to bait a fishing hook. <laughs> I guess this kid's fake.
0: <laughs> He's called him the principal's office in the middle of the year. Just like principal's like, he didn't do anything. He just he freaks us out, man. <laughs> your kid's got awful vibes.
2: I was told that out a sleepover once when I was a child. <laughs> It's true. They're gonna remain, remain nameless, but this was when we were young, like middle school. Went over to a friend's house and slipped over. We were in the middle of the night, like at the cusp of going to dreamland, like falling asleep. The my friend rolls over and says, "Everything in your life is a lie."
1: Like, what <laughs> solipsism is the <sighs> word for that? Yeah. The word that the only true theory, the only true reality, is the the self. Yeah,
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. beautiful. Beautiful. So, integral.
0: Uh, well, yeah. So, <laughs> so, inter- so Baltimore <laughs> Ravens.
2: Baltimore Ravens. Uh, this doesn't lead into the next story at all. So, starting with the fresh slate, Beyond Meat's exec bites off a dude's nose. So, Beyond oh, Meat, yeah. the, uh, the, um, meatless meat company that you can, you know, I, I think, isn't that at, uh, no, Impossibles at Burger King. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beyond, I tried Beyond Meat. Like elsewhere. Yeah. 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 And, In- Infinity and Beyond. Um, so, I guess not eating meat has driven this this the COO of Beyond Meat incredibly mad. He was in uh What's the opposite uh, of mad cow disease? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he has become so incredibly lucid that uh he bit off a dude's nose. So he he got into a bit of road rage. This was at an Arkansas game. Uh he was so in we- a Sue so Wee, he was in a <laughs> uh, parking garage and I guess this guy wouldn't let him out of his parking spot. So he got so angry. He got out of his car and with his bare fist punched out the guy's back windshield. And as the guy got out of the car, the exec pulled him in close and started beating the shit out of him and then bit off the tip of his nose and threatened to kill him. So damn, um, vegetarians!
1: Imagine what he could have done if he had enough protein. <laughs> <laughs> right? Could have punched the car in half. He chooses not to eat meat. Um yeah, so he's like Rock Lee taking off the leg weights. Yeah.
2: <laughs> What if he eats he probably ate, what if he eats spinach before he did it? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Two giant like biceps. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Too bad Damn, you can't get well, spinach in Arkansas.
1: Mm. <laughs> you can't. It's, it's their
0: weed. No, no, Charlie. Uh, I don't it. believe you. No, it's I true. don't believe you. <laughs> It can't be imported there. It's something about the climate or just like the drive. It just spoils.
2: I believe it.
1: What? Who would have thought that the, that one of the chief executives at beyond meat who I just assumed was kind of a small guy in a scarf. Maybe that's on me for a scoop. <laughs> <laughs> it was at an Arkansas Razorbacks tailgate. <laughs> I know that is like, the more surprising part of this.
2: Like, Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. It's really, like he be high in his own supply. Happen. Uh, okay. Well, Sean ruined it for the rest of us, so let's move on uh to some ad rates Sean, you haven't read any of these beforehand, have you? No, thank you for getting these companies' uh, attentions, Tyler. I'm very excited to be partnering with them. Yes. They're they're paying us top dollar, so please please don't um get any of this wrong, but you guys know I love my ketchup. I can't yep. live without it on hot dogs, french fries,
0: hamburgers, and pretty much every meal with white fish as a main ingredient. <laughs> That's Save. why I'm excited about Hunt's ketchup's new beverage. Ketchup water. You know mm. that del- <laughs> You know that delicious watery part of the ketchup that comes out if you forget to shake it? They bottled it. it. I love this shit. I drink it up. Yum yum yum. Slurp that shit. You can only buy it at the worst gas stations. Ones <laughs> that you wouldn't even stop at if you were having a bathroom emergency. And don't forget Hunt's motto. In an alternate universe where Heinz never existed, Hunt would still be the best, second best ketchup somehow. That's Hunt's bottled ketchup water. Buy it now. Mm, thank you, Sean. It sounds delicious. I know. I know. I
2: know you, I know you love ketchup. Oh, it's the word. <laughs> no, it's great. Love it. Thank you to Hunt's. Please, please. Thank you. Yeah, th- thank you to Hunt's. Thank you to Hunt's. I Hunt, do uh, the company I, that. I... Okay.
0: Yes. The company that could uh, make you think they spell it still spell it cats up
1: hunts. It's a, it's a fifteen second ad. It's not that okay. Yeah, this second.
0: one's real quick. All right, Raytheon. Is it a weapons testing facility? Is
2: it a playground? It's Raytheon. <laughs> Thanks. We Raytheon. are
1: sponsored. We are fully involved in the military industrial complex.
2: Yep. We'll take money from anybody as long as it's green. <laughs> as long as we it's green. Drones.
1: Yeah. <laughs> They're most of our Twitter followers.
2: <laughs> I got, I got one more for you, Sean. It's kind of a long one. Here. We okay, get. great.
0: Oh boy. All right. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. From baby take a tumble to curly chop and slimy, America's <laughs> favorite doppelganger, Negative Zone's Shirley Temple has been terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> And now, through this exclusive radish offer, you can experience the most comprehensive DVD collection of one of the greatest flights to humanity in film history. <laughs> but you haven't <laughs> seen Negative Zone Shirley until you've seen her brilliantly restored in black and white and in Blood Moon Red, <laughs> <laughs> presenting the Negative Zone Shirley Temple Bone <laughs> Dust
2: DVD <laughs>
0: 18 timeless films, packed with hours of her unforgettable retching, <laughs> spectacular writhing convulsions, and pure wholesome fun the entire family will enjoy together. These classic negative-zone Shirley Temple films have been written since the crest of Time, and you'll cherish sharing these ancient warnings again and <laughs> again with your family and friends. <laughs> Call now and receive this collectible photo of Subway Jared. <laughs> <laughs> your collectible photo of Subway Jared. Absolutely free with your paid order. This collection is not sold in stores and only available through this exclusive radish offer. Tales of human sacrifice, dancing with little Cupid babies, but evil versions. And Vore. <laughs> Oh, sorry.
2: Sorry, I meant to write more. (laughs) That that meant to say more. This is a limited time (laughs) offer
0: because God died long ago. (laughs) So don't miss your opportunity to own the most complete negative sewn Shirley Temple DVD collection ever.
2: Call now. Thank you to Negative Zone, Shirley,
1: Temple, and <laughs> Animal Crackers in my blood.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you to them they, uh,
0: for sponsoring this episode. you yeah. constant wretched. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're unforgettable wretching. <laughs> it shamed about off that four. copy mistake, but, uh, you know, and it four. happens to all of us. Thank you, Sean. Uh, so moving on to uh, show and tell. So we got some uh, Netflix and uh, Disney Stuff this week
0: I'll take the uh, Since you know I'm not Won't be affected by him I'll take the Disney Plus uh, This week Please. Oh <laughs> man I'm so excited to talk about this one uh, Andor premiered on Disney Plus this past week It is the It's, it's either or or andor It's uh, andor uh, okay, and <laughs> It is the Rogue One prequel series uh, About the rebel Casting andor and his entry into the rebellion It is the Coolest Star Wars series Disney's put out I think since they bought the property you know I mean Rogue One was sick Last Jedi was great but Andor just feels completely different and I think it's owed to uh, Tony Gilroy who created wrote and I think directs a couple episodes Um, but he wrote the whole thing and Tony Gilroy um, for those familiar is the Writer, director, who came on and rogue one to take over a lot of the reshoots and rewrites for that movie to make oh. it, you know, a little more interesting. <clears throat> Tony Gilroy, for those uh, oh, big weirdos like myself, wrote and directed Michael Clayton, one of the best uh, legal crime dramas of the past 20 years.
1: Uh, and it's it, right because, like, Michael Clayton's written by someone like who like didn't do like much else or like isn't like famous,
0: right? Yeah, I, I think the Gilroys are like pretty this guy, like. Because Tony's brother also, uh, Tony's, I think, no, Tony Gilroy did Nightcrawler. Um, oh, so, like, they, like, shoot. yeah, yeah, yeah. The Gilroys are, like, in and out of Hollywood with, like, really cool legal and crime dramas. And now he's doing a Star Wars show, which, you know, if you heard, like, I don't know, hard to find a, a equivalent. But it's, I was surprised to hear this when it was coming out. And I was like, okay, I'm intrigued. I'll try it out. I have to say, this is the least, like, fan service Star Wars series. It is fascinating. It is so well done. that it, it presents you an entirely new world within the galaxy where the word, like the only connection you have to the Star Wars as we know it is like maybe they use the word Imperial a few times. I think they say Parsecs once. So that, you know, keeps you grounded. But apart from that it is a fully like human crime, like think, smuggling drama with Cassie I Man. I think Parsec or,
1: is a unit that we have too.
0: <laughs> like a unit of distance, really? Yeah. Or time, I think. Uh I forget. Distance. <clears throat> distance. Okay. Well, either way. Um it's just a fascinating show. It's an entirely lived-in world. The it feels like watching, like it feels more inspired by like Blade Runner and that sort of thing than Star Wars. It is an adult drama with, you know, excellent action, a fantastic cast. I've only watched the first three episodes. Um, but if you haven't really if you've been like oh man I'm burnt down a mando or boba Fett or obi-wan cuz it's just like ooh your favorite characters back here's glub shiddo uh, there's not a single <laughs> bit of glub shiddo in man and 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 knock on wood knock on wood i truly do not think it will like we may see k2so from rogue one like we may see like i think mon mothma will be involved uh, later this Godzilla? season uh no it's <laughs> mothra mon mothma okay. is the, the senator who we saw in uh, A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back and I think Return of the Jedi, but also in Rogue One. And the actress who played young Mon Mothma in Rogue One is coming back for this. Similar to, you know, Alan Tudyk and Diego Luna coming back to play their characters. Um, it's it's fantastic. It's got Sel scar's Skarsgård in it. It's just uh, super interesting. Like, if, if it means anything, uh, Peyton... Producer Peyton could not give a shit. She is entirely neutral <laughs> on Star Wars. She just, I'll, you know, we'll watch movies together here and there and she'll just say, okay, cool. She does not care. We watched the first three episodes again of Andor again tonight before recording. She was, she loved it. She was all in. Just Ooh. because it's like a well-written, like crime human drama that just happens to play take place in a galaxy far, far away. I think <clears throat> Disney is doing the right thing of like, we gotta get out of this just like king jing, like king jingling, like way of. Making shows of like, oh yeah, and Boba Fett runs into this character from Clone Wars, and there's this character from here, and uh. it's just give us a straight story that takes place in the universe that could not be more separated from, I, I guess it's what, two or three steps separated from the Skywalker saga, but still, it is just fascinating. I don't know where it's going to go. I am just enwrapped in watching it. Like, it is such a fantastic show.
2: I agree. I've I've only seen the first episode so far. Uh, I've got the other two earmarked, ready to go. But I've I've been absolutely enjoying it. And yeah, to your point, there is no uh, lightsaber to be seen <laughs> uh, and in, in the first episode. A guy kills a guy and, and grapples just with that, just like what like whereas you know you're watching Clone Wars and people are dying left and right. So it's it's definitely a, a totally different, totally different vibe, totally different feel. Um, and I'm I'm excited for yeah. it.
1: I'm glad it- Does Diego Luna get to touch Jabba the Hutt? I don't think so, but I think that was... Have you seen that ordeal unfold? Of just like where he said in interviews? Doing media for Rogue One, every single time somebody asked him, what do you want to do in Star Wars? His answer was, I want to touch Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> somebody made a super cut of like 30 times he said that to different <laughs> outlets that's amazing for the love of god let diego luna touch (laughs) job hopefully
0: he does who knows what he'll run into but yeah i mean i'm delighted to see this accepted by the wide star wars fan base after they uh a a good chunk of them uh swatted away ryan johnson's last jedi which also did not have a lot of key jingling um in terms of what you know rise of skywalker did um and I think that's why it suffered majority because it was just not a lot of like, Oh, here's the thing you want to happen. It's like, here's something you don't expect to happen. And people got mad at it, but we're not going to bring up that again. Well, I won't. Anyway. Bring
1: us up. Yeah. F- leave us a five star review. It says Ryan Johnson was right. Yeah. <laughs> Watch Andor.
0: it's, it's fantastic. It is not like, uh, it does have a couple pew pew moments, but it, it feels like a holy human drama set in a sci-fi world.
2: Mm-hmm. And, um, Right after the, apparently something happens in the third episode that's devastating. Right after that happens. Ketchup. Oh my God, I'm going to a frog <laughs> over here. Right after the devastating thing happens, uh, watch some of the latest episodes of She-Hulk. Patty Harrison was just on the latest episode, and I it was hilarious. Absolutely hilarious.
1: They keep her house hot. <laughs> uh, Can I also talk about not jingling keys? Sure. Please. Uh,
2: This is a show. But then we got Jingle Keys
1: because I'm getting kind of bored over here. <laughs> I got you. I got something for you. <laughs> oh, shit. It <laughs> totally Chick- is. Check your mailbox. <laughs> um, so Arcane came out last year on Netflix, the League of Legends animated show. Yes. And like I saw everyone on Twitter being like, oh, this is so good. And I was like, these are just people who've never seen a real television show before. <laughs> <laughs> um, And I watched it. And it's really good. Like it's. It's as, as, as highly hyped as it was going into it, I was like, all right, I, I'm going to watch this now that I'm kind of out of other shows to watch. It's uh, it's really, really good. I don't know what like animation studio does it. I know it's as riot games presents it, but, uh, it's done in, I feel bad for this feels reductive, but like, it's kind of spider verse style where it's mm-hmm. that, that, like 3d models with like their, through 2d painted on top of them yeah, and it's like very expressive, um, I know nothing about League of Legends. I I played a couple of games in college. I I did know the character Jinx, who was the main character of this one, who's kind of the poster child. Um, I thought she was the only character from the show who's in League of Legends. It turns out most of the cast is in League of Legends, which I didn't know about. Um, So I am not like a, a, they did the thing person. Um, It's just a really good show. And I think it's like probably one of the better IP tie-ins that I've ever seen. It's probably like hands down the best video game adaptation of mm. anything, um, and I think a lot of that is just because they played it very safe and didn't do a lot of like it's the thing you love. There's there's not a lot of fan service. They just wrote like a very simple, straightforward show with good characters, and that is just really refreshing. Yeah, <laughs> um,
2: the USA the Network
1: characters welcome. Um, and it's just coming from a. I think it also benefits from it's coming from a game where there is no plot. It's just the characters mm-hmm. fighting in a field. Um, they got Haley Steinfeld to voice Vi, who is the uh the kind of who's, who's the one of the main characters. She's the the big name they are attached to. This she does a great job. Um, they, they they do a pretty good job of setting up a pretty straightforward, but but compelling plot with there being like an over city and an under city, very final fantasy seven. And then within that say the over city is like kind of fighting over magic and the lower city is fighting over like drugs. And there's, Ooh. they, they set it up really well with like three episodes of kind of introducing the characters. And then they kind of, there's an incident and they divide them up into the different factions. And then they just have them interact. And it's very simple and straightforward and just very screenwriting 101. but it's just so refreshing for there not to be a sky laser or a secret orb, or something. You have to. It's just character interactions, and it's just really good. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know anything about it. The, the only bad thing about it is that Imagine Dragons does the just the opening no! song. Oh, uh, but there is a skip intro button on Netflix, <laughs> so that does save you. Oh, thank God. from listening to uh, Imagine Dragons, which it's not did like they
2: make a song for it, or did I they? they think just so, eat, like, I think so. I think it's a real it.
1: song. Uh, their, it is It is featured in, in an episode, which I can only... I don't know what it looks like, but I can only assume their CGI counterparts are the, the bar band in one episode, because mm-hmm. they're playing the theme song, and I was like, fine, whatever. <laughs> like, it, it's, it's, it's very much geared towards getting Gen Z to play League of Legends, a game that came out in 2009. I can't believe it's been that um, long. It's, it's, I, I downloaded it. I'm sorry. It worked. Uh, I want to see who all's in the game, um, but... Yeah, I'm not a fan or anything, but I'm really enjoying it. I have a couple episodes left. It's just been, I don't know, if you haven't watched it yet you think it's like overhyped or like, you know, this is just like, you know, people who haven't seen, you know, Breaking Bad seeing a really good (laughs) show. Like it's legitimately a good show and I'm excited. I I hope they kind of want them to do different characters next season or a different show because it looks incredible and I want to see more of this kind of fantasy steampunk magic political universe. It's just really fun
2: i'm excited to check it out that's that's been it's like one of those that's like been perpetually on my um list i put probably put it on there back when there was a whole bunch of hype around the show and then it just got pushed and pushed and pushed down so i'm super happy that you uh are giving it a good review
1: it has Um, a 100 on rotten tomatoes which is insane it's not like the best show ever but like i think everyone can agree it's pretty good
2: (laughs) (laughs) nice well I was gonna wait until I finished watching it to talk about it, but I feel like I can't not talk about it now that you mentioned this this IP ba- uh, anime ba- or not anime an animated project based around a video game IP and, and how much you've been loving it, especially uh, with this hype that's been building around um, Cyberpunk Edge Lords. I mean Cyberpunk Edge Runners um, that I have been watching on Netflix. And um, I was joking, but uh, it, it kind of is a little edge lordy. I'm not going to lie. I've been enjoying it. I think everybody who's been saying, you know, great things about it is is definitely right. It's an uh, anime by Studio Trigger, which done, which uh, Kill a Kill. Who, what else have they done? Well, um, Promare.
1: Uh, Premier, uh I mean, I guess you could technically say they've, they've done Gurren Lagann because that wasn't, yeah. that was Gainax, but that was the people who formed Trigger. Uh, little, little Witch Academia. Uh, mm-hmm. Drawing in the Franks. I
2: forgot the but, yeah, so to say that this this anime is so incredibly well animated, the art is is fantastic, the colors are amazing, the pants stocking. S-
1: Sorry,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, the I, I've actually never seen that one. I, I have heard about that one, um, but uh, yeah, the fights are incredibly hyper violent. There is a lot of blood. There is a lot of sex. There is a lot of. Like it's it's it takes it's it's not the characters from the cyberpunk games. It takes place in the cyberpunk universe, totally its own story. Mm. So different from Will, uh Will's show, uh just in, in that it's just set in the universe and it doesn't take place with the main characters or whatever. But um funnily enough, it also kind of follows just kind of like a classic child coming from nothing, built you know, working his way up in the world with quick thinking, ingenuity, and force and friend well, not really friendship in this, if I'm gonna be honest, but uh it's it's I, I say check it out. Uh, it's it's fun. It's it's uh, definitely very very violent. A lot of blood. But um,
1: I like how great Joe. Two of our show and tells are, uh, PR projects for getting you to play a game that is wild, widely panned.
2: Yeah, pretty, yeah, exactly. I yeah. mean, and I think it, it's like Steam or one of those was saying like Cyberpunk just passed Witcher, which Witcher Three used to be like the most concurrently played game of all time. Now Cyberpunk is. Oh, wow, oh that's uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, quickly out of that studio, um, pretty quickly following this uh, anime drop. So, I don't know, check it out. and You're going to know in the first three minutes if if this
1: anime is for you or not. I'm excited. I'm excited for them to go to space because if you know one thing about Studio Trigger, it's that no matter what happens in the first 20 episodes, in the last five, they'll go to space.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It is so hilarious because, like, within the first hour... They introduce, like, we want to go to space. So you have the shot Studio call.
1: Trigger does not know how to end a show without going <laughs> to space. That is so fucking funny. It happens in um, Promare. It happens in spoilers. It happens in <laughs> Gurren Lagon. It happens in... Wow. Sterling and the Franks. It happens in... Good oh to know. Boy.
2: But, Sean, you were you were kind of excited for this, right? I mean, was it because of the hype or
0: yeah, it was because of the hype. And I mean, I'll admit when cyberpunk was, you know, in its announcement stages and like all the pre-hype of it coming out, I was also like, I may actually play this. This looks really cool. And then you know, mm-hmm. it came out, heard it was kind of broken and I, you know, realized the time investment out. and I was like, ah, probably not. And so I haven't touched it. I haven't played it. Um, But I heard a lot of hype and I know, you know, studio triggers involved and I've enjoyed what I've seen from them. So, I figured I'd give it a shot and now I'm I'm kind of conflicted.
2: If anything it's really great to look at. Like it's definitely a vibe. It's it's uh uh the fight, the fights are fun. It it's an, it's a compelling story. I mean it takes place in this world where everybody's body modding yeah. and you know turning their bodies into weapons and you know stuff like that and if you do it too much then it makes you go crazy. So um you know it it's it's a good time. All Around if you don't mind the you know the kind of edge lordy sex and drugs and uh, nah, I think way too violent it. fights, but um, I'm an adult, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, I could deal with it, right, right.
0: I've I had an h so. subscription for over a
2: decade, I can deal. <laughs> I just learned what sex was, it's fine. <laughs> let's let's move this right along. Oh. I want to enter. Oh, sorry, Will, please.
1: I want to, I want to real quick redact what I said. Um, the theme song for Arcane is not by Imagine Dragons. It is a co-production between Imagine Dragons and JID from Earth Gang. That is Whoa! Most, hey. That is the most "Inside You, There Are Two Wolves" thing I've ever yeah. heard. Man, Imagine um, Dragons and Earth Gang.
2: I, I I forgot to mention the the opening for Cyberpunk Edge Runners is. A song called "This Fire" by Franz Ferdinand, which fucking rips. Is that true? And it, yes, it fucking rips. It's great. That's unreal, um, man. That's a that's the
0: a fucking solid first album.
2: This the music. I, I forgot to mention the music in general for this is so good. Like it's it's that's that's like a major part of it. The music, the animation, the colors, the fights, the fighting, the yeah. It's 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 good
0: and if we're you wrapping can- this up and talking about music uh, it's worth noting the composer for Andor's Nicholas Bertel who most famously most recently did the music for Succession like he's the composer for Succession and there are moments Uh-oh. especially in like the second episode where it sounds like he is heavily influ- influenced by Godspeed you Black Emperor and it fucking whips Ooh. it gets Ooh. you hyped um, wow. so yeah and the like the very basic like chord rise of the, like the sort of theme for Andor's it's just gorgeous Um I'm
1: sorry I messed up well wow. oh. he's not from earth gang he's from the label founded by earth gang
2: oh uh, I, it's jid though jid yeah it's still a great rapper yeah, yeah, like, yeah earth gang also great but i was
1: reading yeah. i was reading the wikipedia kind of quickly and it said like from earth gang but it was the label founded by earth gang i'm sorry guys gotcha. so, so it's, for it's the record correct. okay i forgive all you yeah. thank you
2: all all great artists all great uh and composers mm. all great music uh all we all glaringly forgot to mention it for some reason from our show and tells but all great <laughs> show and tells nonetheless and as sean mentioned from here on out for the next 12 or so minutes music we're just talking music uh and from and sex act, to sax yeah yeah exactly uh that, that, hey that was good uh we are entering for the first time in a while to the Radish Hall of Fame, a new member. And I think this member is absolutely perfect. It's, yeah, everybody, round of applause for Little Sax the Ghost. Is, uh was born Antoine Joseph Sax in the 6th of November, 1814 in Denant, which is now Belgium. Uh, for some reason, and granted, I know it was only in 1814, he decided to go by Adolf. So we're canceling him anyways. I know he, <laughs> did, he didn't know, but um, sorry. uh. Bad, bad move number one. Number two, as a child, he once fell from a height of three floors, hit his head on a stone, and was believed dead. Then he just stood up and kept walking. <laughs> uh, at the age of three, he drank a bowl of sulfuric acid, mistaking it for milk, and you know, just burped and, and kept on going with his day. He received serious burns from a gunpowder explosion, as well as, on a separate occasion, he fell onto a hot cast iron frying pan, what I call Michael Scoopening. He Michael Scoopened himself. <laughs> Which, for those of you who aren't familiar, Michael Scoopin was the guy from Survivor Australia who uh, uh, was so malnourished, he passed out and fell directly into the fire.
1: Jesus. Jeff Grope (laughs) showed up in a boat. Yeah.
2: (laughs) He he had to go home because he burned. So, um, (laughs) Several times, Little Sax avoided accidental poisoning and asphyxiation from accidentally sleeping in a room where varnished furniture was dry, which is... (laughs) That's the, if I'm gonna go. That's probably the way I want to go. Like, if he had, a, how did Tyler die? Oh, he slipped in a room where varnished furniture was drying. <laughs> um, another
1: one, another <laughs> senseless varnished furniture death.
0: Now he haunts an Ethan Allen in Phoenix.
1: <laughs> Peer one was the that same <laughs> Scottsdale's
0: um, unfinished furniture emporium. <laughs>
2: Another time, he was struck in the head by a cobblestone and fell into a river, almost dying, which I call ophelia He almost Opheliaed.
1: How did he uh, get but... hit with a cobblestone? Those are traditionally
2: in the earth. Someone winged it at him. I guarantee you. <laughs> Someone winged it at him. This
1: kid just won't die. <laughs> I don't know, He's like the Ryan Rasputin probably. of oh. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> yes.
0: Edgar Allan Poe also. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: he was also... Uh, it, well, actually, his, I need to say his mother once said that uh, he is a child condemned to misfortune and he won't live. And honestly, if my mother said that about me, I'd sleep in a room with varnished furniture dry. <laughs> I'd make sure my next attempt was a go. I'd use extra uh, that
1: happened in Midsummer. <laughs> <laughs> she puts a bunch of varnished furniture in her parents' bedroom. <laughs> that sets off the whole events for the oh, movie. Oh, man. Um, He's got like a hose tied to her mouth, like, going to a chase lounge. Oh my god!
2: Uh, and his neighbors named him Little Sax the Ghost, which is the met- most metal name of all time. Uh, was he was also hip hop artist. It's a great SoundCloud rapper. Little yeah, Sax it the is. Ghost. Yeah, Little Sax the Ghost. Uh, he was also super into music. Uh, he was always inventing new instruments, and he was actually the first person to ever make a flute completely out of um, ivory. And um, again, I know it was 1814, but we're gonna have to cancel him again for using ivory. But he created the first flute out of it, so good for him. Some crimes can never be forgiven. <laughs> yeah. He once invented nine new instruments, entered it into a comp- entered them into a competition, and he was barred for being too young. He was given a medal of recognition in which he turned down and he said, if they think me too young to deserve the gold medal, I myself think me too old to accept this vermeil one. And that was, I know, fucking burned the shit out of, burned him more than he burned himself with that cast iron skillet. Um, Good, good for little sacks. In 1840, he moved to Les Miserables era Paris, where he met with Jean Valjean. He had 40 bucks in his pocket of whatever currency they were using then. Probably like farthings or I don't know what what they were using in in 1840s Paris. But uh, he saw there was money to be made in making new instruments for the newly post-Napoleonic French army. So to instill fear in the hearts of France's enemies, he invented the goddamn saxophone. And that's why saxophones (laughs) were invented. So now... Now, now the French army was able to summon the spirit of Kenny G as an assist fighter,
1: <laughs> an assist so. trophy.
2: Yeah, an assist trophy, Kenny G. Kenny G. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just imagining
2: the three musketeers walking up to the bird. <laughs> sex bird. <Yeah>. Sex, <laughs> So, uh, lastly, I have later in life in the cruelest twist of fate imaginable, um, he contracted lip cancer. Panel.
1: Imaginable.
2: <laughs> imaginal.
1: I got an imaginal infection. <laughs> I was thinking too hard in a public toilet.
2: <laughs> but in true in true Little Sax fashion, he fucking beat it. He beat lip cancer and he, he didn't end up dying for it. So congrats to Little Sax the Ghost. You survived so many attempts on your life. You invented the saxophone. Uh you were in, in France the same time as, as um Jean Valjean and Javert, which is the coolest thing ever. They could have crossed paths for all we know. Oh, and, uh, what? Yeah. No. I, I, I didn't. You're lying. <laughs> You're lying. They're real. Um, so yeah, Little Lil Ghosts, congratulations, uh, for making it into a Radish Hall of Fame. Wrapping it up. Why wasn't Les Miserables named
0: after this guy? Man, he was the most I know, miserable.
1: Right? Yeah, he's the oh. most. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> <laughs> he he's he's not a- the
0: less miserable. <laughs> he's the more yeah. miserable. Like, he's the simple. No- no wonder he wasn't worried about being rejected from the instrument competition when death rejects you as many times as it has. I would have no fear.
2: No. Yeah. yeah.
0: No well, fear. Lift
2: cancer.
1: One fear. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> he was kind of a scab, though, for inventing saxophones for the bad guys. So that's why he wasn't in Limas.
1: Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah.
2: Anyways. So this was about 200 or so years ago. The saxophone was just invented. And now, almost all of my favorite songs I can point to have a saxophone in it. So, I was curious what you guys think one, 200 years from now, what music's going to look like, instruments, artists, stuff like that. But I'm also curious, 2,000 years from now, what you guys think that this might look like. Starting with 200, what do you guys think?
1: Can I say saxophone two?
2: <laughs> I think you can. Two saxophone. <laughs> Kenny G2. Oh, Kenny F. <laughs> or E,
0: feeling fly like a <laughs> no, Kenny G six,
2: yeah. Damn. Um, Slyzerp.
0: have you guys ever seen? You know uh, the artist Imogen Heap. Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. Hide and seek. Have you ever what watched you her her uh, tiny desk concert? No. It's no. okay. It's very much worth it because <laughs> she brings
2: out. I've never had a reason to.
0: Understandable. <laughs> to sing to perform hide and seek, she brings out this kind of glove creation that she calls Minu gloves. Um and oh. basically I think they're essentially kind of like sort of MIDI controllers that hook up to Ableton on her laptop, but it allows her to, to like change the effect of her voice in like in moment without like you know the computer. Sorta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but like she puts on these gloves and and like the way that she moves her hands it like changes her voice and so she's able to like perform with her voice and her hands without and kind of make you know her voice the instrument Uh, um so i i kind of see music moving towards that in a way of where it's like it's more digitally accepted like a lot of people you know the the older generations will swear off auto-tune all they want i saw uh 100 gex live last week (laughs) and it (laughs) fucking whipped and i was like you know what if this is where it's going absolutely um so I think there's going to be a lot of vocal like uh, uh, effects done in a live sort of way of where it's just kind of done with your hands where you're still sort of playing the instrument, but it's done in like a, a digital manipulation way. Um, also, I think they're going to add two antennas on a single theremin so you can get both in there and get real wild Damn. with it. That's too wild. Yeah. Mm,
1: someone
2: will it's master is that ready?
1: I'm just I'm afraid little- that. Fine Line by Harry Styles is going to become the next generation's uh, Ziggy Stardust. Good <laughs> album. <laughs> good album. It's, a good, album. <laughs> it's good. Watermelon it's Sugar, not man. Ziggy Stardust. <laughs>
0: it's not Ziggy Stardust. Man, watermelon sugar is so
2: good. So, I think uh, within two hundred years, I'm predicting that society is going to make a terrible slip to the right. So. The U S has become a, become so incredibly conservative that it regresses the cultural timeline and music becomes controlled by the church again. So we're going to be back to some real Catholic shit. 200 years from now, or don't have a lawyers, kind of or, slaps.
0: Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. going
2: to slap. There's going to be some good music to come out of it. Uh, and eventually, through some really good music and writing, uh, that's pushing the boundaries of the new world order. It's going to inspire some change and, like, the spark that's going to burn down the empire in the end. So that's what I'm predicting two hundred years from going now.
1: Footlooper. I think everyone's predicting that. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty commonplace. <laughs> yeah i I went to a Catholic wedding for the first time in my life this year. And oh. I'd never been to a Catholic church, and I was mm. like, "Oh damn, they're playing like Castlevania music in here! <laughs> like this, this kind of slaps." <laughs> like, Man. I wish my church was like like a Dark Souls level, like this. <laughs> you yeah, fucking... know, my church had a, a fucking guitar and a PowerPoint. Yeah, I, exactly, was like, that's <laughs> Protestant church yeah. is like Diet Ugh. Coke and like. Like Protestant uh, Catholic charts, like Mexican Coke. It's, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. y'all. I'm so it's glad you, you've come to this conclusion
0: organically. I oh uh, man, after being raised in the Catholic Church, I can't get enough of just like full choirs, massive organs. That's my shit right there. I went to a Protestant church once. Not I've been more than once, but they have like three guitars and the drums and all that. I'm like no man, I want it modern. Like I watched a special on YouTube. It was I think it was from the BBC. It was just talking about spiritual songs and histories of spiritual songs. They talk about this one called Misere Reme. And like they talk about the history of it and then they just have a full choir sing it after, you know, examining it for half an hour. And I sit there watching that and I hear this beautiful music. and I get so fucking mad at Jars of Clay for having the the will to exist or bands like Third Day or uh, Switchfoot. Switchfoot. Just like how (laughs) like just you didn't need like there's that famous King of the Hill quote. Like, you know, Christian rock's not making Christianity better, nor is it making rock and roll better. It's just telling God. You said that. the Catholics should be friends because they
1: have the same music. Taste. Yeah.
0: <laughs> same taste in architecture and in and,
2: and music. I
1: mean, I like to totally last...
2: convert to Catholicism for like vampire reasons. <laughs> Love the smell of Vince. It's great, man. We we gotta be careful. We're we're verging on the edge of Red Scare podcast now. Dasha Dasha's gonna be hitting us up oh, if, yeah. if we're if we're too nice about the Catholic Church.
1: I told you guys my 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 one my one critique of the Catholic Church. Uh, my one, you one. Have only one, <laughs> only one, and that's that they had like uh, the altar children up there with like masks on. Acolytes, you the word? They're altar servers. Acolytes, altar servers. Like, I was one. They had uh, like this like the N95 masks on, and if I was in charge, they would have had porcelain doll masks. It would have <laughs> 100% been 100% <laughs> freaky bayonet <laughs> shit up there. <laughs> I was like, why aren't you leaning into the gargoyle stuff of this and having them go full, like, Catholic drones instead of, like, N95 Home Depot masks? (laughs) We need a goth pope. We need, after Frankie, we need a guy who's, like,
2: real into, like... Gerard Way.
1: We need Gerard Way. (laughs) We
2: we need one of those people from that age-old YouTube video of them under the overpass doing the techno-goth dancing. That's the next pope.
1: The Goths and the Catholics are going to have a, a coming together in the
0: next couple of years. Thank God we aren't a world history podcast, because I feel like we would have figured out where the Goths and the Catholics came together at one point.
2: <laughs> uh, hey, that's an idea, though. New we're a future history off. podcast. <laughs> we're <good>. right <laughs> <Stradamus. laughs> Uh Real quickly, 2,000 years from now, what's music going to look world we <laughs> Yeah, of course. It's not going to matter. Uh, curious. Uh, AlbinoBlackSheet.com. It's, it's
0: not- going to be just... Magical Trevor Badger uh uh do you like waffles it's
2: just going to be, <laughs> do you like it's, waffles it's, we're going <laughs> to yeah
0: i think we're going to we're it's just going to just Johnny evolve Grapes. into like shmo yoho sort of songs oh, where like someone Come takes on! like an audio clip and they just make a 20 second song
2: out of that and that's all you hear i oh, hope my new tiktok my favorite tiktok songs is going to be popular then want to kill my mom <laughs> i want to kill my dad
1: i'm singing <laughs> Music is going to be gone, and there's going to be one song left. And it's going to be, it'd be like people are going to trek across the Mad Max desert to listen to <laughs> to hear. to listen to music, which is just one song. And I they're going to find it, and they're going to put the headphones on, and it's going to be 25 or 6 to 4 by Chicago. <laughs> oh <my laughs> they're going to cry happy tears. <laughs> blah, 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 I, I blah, do that all right. Blah, blah. <laughs> it's so good. It's it the is. only song worth preserving is 25
2: or 6 to 4. <laughs> got a saxophone in it um I pass out on the floor? damn i'm gonna listen to that as soon as we're done recording me too uh, so i can't good. play so, <laughs> to save my life i have no idea i know oh, the title of the up. song oh 25 it's so or 64 by chicago come on um similar to wills and i know technically Andorra said in the past it's a historical <laughs> fiction but uh, what I really liked about Andor is within the first thirty seconds, um, Andor, the guy Andor, Cassian, walks into a bar. Uh, walks into a bar. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, there's not a, a Protestant and a Catholic and a God. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as he walks into the bar, uh, an alien version of Kavinsky's uh, Night Call or Nightfall. No players. way. And uh, it's not. It's not the actual. It's. It's like a, it's an a, outrun. Rip, it's, yeah, yeah. It's. A, it's like. A, it's a ripoff. Synth
0: heavy. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. So I think that it's it's that's pretty much what what music's going to be like 2000 years from now It's just variations of that song.
1: you guys we talked about this before I think that real human being is about sully. Oh yeah. You think One that real human act. beings going to going to going to uh, persevere through time? And that Sully is going to become like the Gilgamesh of 2,000 years <laughs> for now. Just like the only hero we have record of is Sully, Sullenberger. Yes,
0: this, this song is a, a story about a pilot. A what? He flew airplanes. The what? And well, he never mind. He hit geese. <laughs> what? They're a <were> bird. What? <laughs> never mind. <laughs> he saved them like on the, the Hudson most... River. The what?
1: The what? <laughs> we live in Ohio now. Air- water's everywhere else. that's like the most aesthetic song of all time and it's about killing (laughs) geese.
0: it's oh man it rules a real
1: human being Mm -hmm. the real hero
0: it featured so heavily in drive goofy as hell great
1: (laughs) (laughs) nicholas what are you doing (laughs) you knew Mm. that's all i got
0: that's all i got yeah
2: that's all we got, period. That's all we got in the tank. Godspeed to lin Wells Miranda's great, great,
0: great, 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 great granddaughter for keeping her great, 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 grandfather's music alive.
1: Kudos to us. before that. For not interrupting. The patience of saints. Honestly.
2: Uh, thank you, guys. Uh, the real, the real saints of patience uh, for listening to uh, this episode of Radish. Um, I quick, a quick tournament of champions. <laughs> on on one end, we have one of history's greatest warriors, tacticians, um, st- stood death in the face and spit in it, King Leonidas of Sparta. <laughs> and on the other hand, we have a bloodlusted Lightning McQueen.
1: Oh, who McQueen. wins in a fight? Hands yeah. down. You think so? Is it one a to Spartan... one? Yeah, one to one. A is Spartan there a big... cannot defend one v one.
0: Yeah, it's a whole oh, thing that's about Spartan. True. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Although, well, is there a big okay. hole behind lightning? <laughs>
1: yeah. <yes>. Oh, <laughs> more evenly matched. It changes things because they were like, you cannot. To The one guy who couldn't pick up the shield. They're like, you cannot protect the person to the left of you. The Spartan. That's true. The Spartan defense is just is based on all of us. And they could have just let that guy fight in the front
2: row. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So can the can the Spartan three hundred? Defeat a bloodlusted Lightning McQueen?
0: Yeah, no.
2: No. Sean says yes. I think so. They would what be would terrified take? by him.
1: Yeah, they don't know what cars are. Yeah, he would drive. He he'd drive through at least the first three rows. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, but the question is, is how how can you kill Lightning Lightning McQueen? Like, if if you were to take a, would you think like a nice thrust of the their spear through his eyeballs? Because you you think the eyeballs are probably pretty is there soft, flesh
1: right? in the cabin?
0: Oh That's, no, this is we got- <laughs>
1: Is the brain Man. of Lightning McQueen under the hood, or is it just like a meat monstrosity in the cab? Can you Why are ride we even assuming there? he has
0: any flesh at all? Maybe he's like a sentient computer, and like the eyes are
1: just like screens. No, there's meat in there. Have you guys not seen Cars 3, where a car dies and they crack him open like a crab leg? And that is meat. not, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> Making that <up. laughs> Truckosaurus sucks out the yes, meat sir. from Mater. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Gravedigger. They have some in Land O'Lakes oil. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I mean, eventually he, I imagine floor. he'd run out of gas, so if some Spartans could wait that out, but uh I, I feel like lightning's mowing them all
2: down. Mm. Know,
0: a lot of Spartans. It's not in the Spartan way to run and hide.
2: No, of course not. They're gonna be in a phalanx. Like like well mentioned, he's gonna yeah. get
1: they're gonna get through three three layers which you can Spartans. ramp off of but each one's gonna <laughs> slow him down it's like jumping out of a plane hitting tree branches uh mm. by the last row he's gonna be at a dead stop they're gonna be able to pierce the fuel tank
2: yeah. the, or the, the tires. real question if if we're sure there's meat in there and it's behind the eyeballs then they're gonna be able to poke through episode That's title lightning mcqueen is full of meat
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, cut out let's ask Owen Wilson. is he on cameo <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's not
0: <laughs> negative um, phone Shirley Temple and meatful <laughs> Lightning McQueen <laughs> wow
2: wow uh catch out A you can find name. me you can find the podcast online at uh, radish pod follow us uh there but also join our discord com slash discord and I'm also online at Tyler from Radish uh
0: I'm Sean you can find me on Twitter at that Sean Barry Sean and Barry everywhere else uh if I could just uh, I can't do an Owen Wilson impression. I just want to like, wow, I'm full of, no, I can't do it. Flesh and bone just as you. Wow. Nope.
2: <laughs> Kills Marley. Uh. <laughs> Is that what happens? I in- will. Yeah. You can
1: find me at will from online online. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>.
2: <laughs> Similar to how, like, you know, Drillbit Taylor Marley. had the
0: same ending as Marley and me. <laughs> Euthanize those high schoolers. <laughs> That's how the internship ends. <laughs> That's also Every movie owned Vince in in With Vince Vaughn, they have to put Vince
2: Vaughn down.
1: <laughs> he got into
2: some you, chocolate. <laughs> you, me, Dupree, Kingly Unitis, Lightning McQueen, Marley. <laughs>
1: you, me, and McQueen. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Everybody.
2: You're listening to an IndieSaurus production.